Welcome to the Ersted Global Graduate Programme Podcast, a podcast that equips you for and equips you with life as an Ersted graduate. Here's your host, Catherine Rydell. Welcome to our podcast about the Ersted Global Graduate Programme. My name is Catherine and I'm part of the employer branding team at Ersted. And in a few episodes time, I hope you've gained much more clarity of the when, how, why and what of being an Ersted graduate. Today, I'm joined by my colleagues Daniel De Sommer and Penille Wege. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thanks. Great to be here. Penille, you have a degree in management of innovation and have done a lot of work within business development. But the last 12 years, you've actually worked within IT and you're now heading up the Enterprise Architecture Center of Excellence team in Ørstel. Absolutely. You're also quite a globetrotter as you've lived in Canada, US, France, and Norway. So tell me, what's a key thing you've learned from living in these different cultures? I think it's just having an uh, open mind for how people uh, interact with each other and uh, having an openness and curiosity towards uh, why things are done in different ways. Uh, I think that's probably what I take away the most from, from those experiences. And Daniel, you are originally from New Zealand and you have a master's degree in electrical engineering from the US. You've been living in Denmark for four years now and are leading a team of electrical engineers here in Ørsted. Also, you told me that with your move to Denmark, you brought your hobbies of bicycling, running and swimming with you. So I'm curious to know, why did you choose to move from New Zealand to Denmark and do these two places have anything in common? Yeah, well, I think there was actually a number of reasons. Um, as a you know a big move across the world, you know, th- there are always a number of reasons, but I think... Uh, Orsted as a as a as a great place to work really uh, enticed me I guess across to the other side of the world, but in terms of the um, the similarities perhaps between Denmark and New Zealand, I think we actually have a lot in common in, in terms of the the culture here. You know we are quite um, relatively humble and, re- and relaxed people, but we also really uh, pride ourselves on having a and uh, and knowing what is important in life and having perhaps a good uh, balance between work and life as well. That's very interesting to hear. And we're so happy that you have decided to come to Denmark and join Ørstel and this podcast, um, of course. The same goes for you, Penille. Thanks for coming. So now let's get started. In this uh, podcast episode, we'll talk about the role of the graduate in Ørstel and the value it generates both for the graduate, um, you as graduate leaders, and for us as a whole. And after this, we'll mix it up with a game of bonding ball. Here I have a ball full of random questions that, as the name of the game suggests, will help us to get to know each other a little bit better. So I really hope that you're up for that. So today's theme is a graduate's role from a leader point of view. Penille, being a seasoned leader of graduates, could you maybe start by explaining to us why did you originally choose to have a graduate in your team? I think it's a great opportunity. I think graduates come in, uh, first of all, with an open mind and also they're quite ambitious. They wanna. They already know that they have to do rotations. They try different things out. So they will have uh, an open mind to... Um, to change and to be put in in positions where they have to think out of the box or they have to they might not be fully comfortable w- with what they're doing or know exactly what they're doing but they're typically I find very 
happy to ask questions and not afraid of asking questions. And I think that's one of the most valuable things when they, that they bring to the table too. Um, and then I think they, they, they have a different way of thinking because they don't necessarily, necessarily have the, the experience. Uh, and sometimes when you have a lot of experience, you start thinking in specific ways to analyze problems. And I think they bring something new that adds a lot of value to the team. That sounds, uh, yeah, like a very good reflection. Thank you. Daniel, how about you? Let's say you were to give someone a brief pitch to recommend hiring a graduate. What will you say? Yeah, I would also echo a lot of what Vanilla said there. I think a lot of the benefit of getting these young, enthusiastic graduates is that they're coming with an open mind. They've got this quite unique mindset within the workplace. They're coming in, they're very... Um, they're very keen to learn new things, try new things, because ultimately everything is new for them in coming in. And that is such a refreshing mindset to bring into the into the workplace. I mean, also from a from an organizational perspective, there's such value when we are a big growing and global organization to bring in uh, these 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 younger people who who often have quite an open and um, global mindset. Um, and that really fits well here into the Ørsted culture. I think also if I can just add one, when they have been here for for the couple of years, then they actually have a very good network also, uh, which also enables them to bring new ideas or to make things happen faster because they know people from the other graduates and both other graduates, but also from the other uh, departments that they've been part of. So I think they also just throughout the time actually have a lot of good inputs and, and, and good value to what we're doing. So tell me, what's the one best thing about having a graduate in your team? I think it's curiosity mm-hmm. from their point of view and asking questions to why we, why we, do, how we do things and why those are the right ways of doing things or what could be improved. Once you start asking questions, you start reflecting and sometimes you find out your answers are maybe not as, as solid as they should be. <laughs> uh, and I think... After a while, when you've been in a company or uh, you're more experienced, you, you do not ask necessarily this amount of questions because sometimes you decide to just figure it out yourself uh, or, you know, or some things you'll let pass. But I think when you're a graduate and you're supposed to be, you know, you come in and you know, when you're allowed to ask questions, you're encouraged to ask questions, that will happen more often. Yes, absolutely. They're so motivated to to, to learn new things, to try new things and to explore and if I think about what we're doing here at Ørsted, you know, we're really pushing the boundaries and needing to do things um, differently and 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 to think again about how we are how we are doing things. So that curiosity, that willingness to explore and try new things, that's going to mean success all around for us. Thank you. That's great. So you already uh, addressed it a bit, but let's talk a bit more about what sort of um, projects and assignments you'll typically assign to your graduate. Penile, maybe you can start? Uh, we try to put them into different situations. Uh, and of course, also for, for them to present stuff where they feel more comfortable. It could be something that they bring from graduate school or some of the background or the degree that they've had. But we also, uh, they will always do some kind of analysis, typically, because 
they also have that mindset and they, that's what they've been doing for for maybe in a different setting but so it to me it makes a lot of sense to have them do some kind of assessment analysis evaluation um, we always also put them into positions where they facilitate and that's back to being curious and asking questions uh, and of course supported by other colleagues that are also so we're not we're not putting them on the spot or anything of course. Uh, and in where I sit where we do a lot of technology selections we we uh, typically have them also help out with the um, market assessments uh, scouting for new technologies uh, vendor meetings understand what are new technologies how can they be brought into the, to Ørsted that whole area and and the last or another thing that I think is very beneficial for both us and them is also to present to um, IT management uh, because that also gives an idea of, you know, what what do you do, what do you need to do in order to present to a management team? What's the level of material that you should have ready? And, and that whole experience, I think it's a, it's a nice way both for them and also for our management teams to see, you know, what do they actually bring to the table, which is uh, which works well, I think, both ways. It sounds really interesting, actually. <laughs> um, Daniel, how about you? Uh, what sort of considerations do you typically have when you decide on assigning an assignment to a graduate? Yeah, I think, well, I think the first and most important thing is that we like to get our graduates really stuck in from day one, you know, really into, into project work. Now, of course, they will be well supported by their colleagues and they're never left to drown, obviously, but, uh, you know, we really like to get them really involved in the meaty stuff, um, you know, right from the beginning. We also like to see even if our employees are typically mostly based in the office, but that they do have opportunities also to to get out and about, to see things in the in the flesh, to smell them and touch them, and uh, and, and really get that uh, real life experience that, that they can take back into the rest of their work as well. Maybe one example is one graduate who's recently been in my team, who's now stationed in um, in Texas, and he is, you know, on site there when they are building, you know, a new offshore substation for one of our projects in the northeast of the United States. So he's there, he's on site every day, and uh, that is just an invaluable ex uh, experience to, to, to see these things being constructed uh, in the flesh. Thank you. Now I'm also a bit uh, curious about the type and amount of feedback and support you get as a graduate. Say you've assigned a project to a graduate, how do you as a leader ensure that your graduate gets the most out of, uh, out of the task? I think the great thing is that the graduates that we uh, th that are coming into the program they're really people who have a lot of initiative. Uh, they're really uh, um, they're really keen to try try things themselves, and of course, you know we, we we really encourage that. And at the same time, we are pairing them up with their with their colleagues, so they feel they are feeling very well uh, supported. Um, but ultimately, they. Um, um, yeah, they are. They are doing a great job, uh, and they and they will. Um, and 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 it's also important for us as uh, managers to make sure that we uh, are engaging closely with our our graduates. But at the same time, they are very much feeling empowered to um, to, to, to 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 take some risks, to 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 push ahead a little bit, and 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 really persevere in what they are doing. And Penelope, you also mentioned the the network that they are part of. I assume that's also a way of uh, getting some experience or knowledge sharing. Across. Yes, definitely. There's both the graduate network it's, itself. There's also a network with former graduates. Then there's the type of, you know, the network that the rest of us have 
where we also make sure to point them in the right directions. And then I think it's also very much a, a question of understanding what what questions would we like them to answer in this project or this task that they're about to, to do. Um, because once you have the question, then you have a fair bit of freedom, you know, to explore how you're going to answer it. But you know that you, you got to find an answer within these areas of questions. Um, and I think that's, uh, that's, we use that quite often also to scope, you know, to, and, and to help them also, of course, um, come up with something that, that's sort of still within the, the frame of what we're trying to achieve. That's interesting. And it sounds like you can actually also learn a lot from having a graduate in your team. Tell me, what's the advantage of having a graduate on a project as opposed to, for instance, a, a seasoned professional? Yeah, one of the big benefits, I think, is is around uh, the, the fact that these graduates, when they're coming to join us, with, they are they have very much got a tech mindset. You know, they they are coming from a generation where, um, you know, they're, they're, they're born with an, an iPhone or an iPad in their hand. Um, you know, they very much see things um, with through a technical and, and technological lens. If we think about the, the digitization journey that we're, we're going through here at Orsted as well, you know, we're very much keen to, 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 to do things differently, to use, use technology in a, in, a, in a really smart way. So having these kind of technology natives uh, it's, uh, that is hugely beneficial and something that I think is very um, a very positive mindset to bring into in, into the uh, into the working environment and is and can be shared among other colleagues, including those who are more experienced. That's great. So, this is a question for both of you, but do you have a? A best career advice that you'd pass on to a new graduate? Maybe a career advice within Arstel or in general? It's up to you. Generally, I think it's about perspective. I think it's uh, trying to keep a broad perspective on things. I think because uh, I, I think if you if they experience a, a criticism understood in the way that some of the stuff they deliver or something, I think it's important to to remember the perspective. The, just keeping a uh, looking at the b bigger perspective it's typically a situation that's being criticized it's not the first the person and I think when you're starting your career sometimes you get that mixed up um, and I think it's it's the situation and you can improve the situation so uh, I think that that's a nice mindset to have and uh, it's maybe not so important where you start it's it's how you change how you choose to finish and that goes both with you know any task you do and uh that you can change things as you go. That's a good advice. And uh, yeah, from school you might take it very personal if you get a bad grade on a on an assignment, right? Um, but here it's for the business better. Yeah, I think you, you need to just keep the bigger perspective, right? You yeah. will make mistakes and it's not the end of the world. Great. So Daniel, tell me, do you have a, a career advice that you would like to pass on to a new graduate? Yeah, one thing I... I could suggest that a graduate could consider would be to think a bit beyond just their their technical experience or the technical expertise that they might have learnt from from their their time at university, for example, and to really think also about the the soft skills that they are bringing bringing with them, but also the soft skills that they would like to develop within the within the organisation here at Orsted, 
because if I think about the people who really who really thrive and go from being a, a, a good employee to being a great one and making a really a huge contribution are those who really nail the soft skills. So that is the people who can really communicate well, people who present their arguments clearly, who can decipher complex information in a simple way, you know, to name a few examples. You know, those are the people that really will will, will thrive and do well and um, and really push ahead. I think both of you already touched a little bit upon it already, but how does a graduate add value to a growing business like Ørsted, Daniel? Yeah, well, speaking from someone who's working within the engineering uh, organization within Ørsted, you know, we are just a hugely growing organization. Um, you know, we're growing by several hundred uh, new employees every year. So graduates have a huge role to play in, in that growth. So both in terms of, of numbers, but also in terms of the uh Uh, where they are going to be located globally, because you know, as we are building, for example, offshore wind farms in in new countries, for example, in the Asia Pacific region, you know, this is this is not an area where Orsted has traditionally had a lot of employees, where we've been mainly based in Denmark and to some extent the UK. So, with our new with our new global growth, the graduate program is a great opportunity for us to to really build up that expertise in those countries uh, as well. Sometimes for them to come to Denmark for a bit, to do a bit of a cultural exchange and uh, to, to, to learn some of the, the, the technical work that we're doing in, in, in Europe and then also to go to take that back to the regions where they are also, uh, where they are also based. Great. Thanks so much for an interesting uh, discussion here. I really think you've provided our listeners with some valuable insights into life as an Ørstel graduate. It's time for a game of Bonding Bowl. I am personally very excited for this. Um, <laughs> the rules are simple. I've gathered uh, all kinds of random questions in this uh, little ball here. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, are we allowed to pass the question on if it doesn't if we if we don't know the answer? <laughs> I'm sure you'll you'll find some s- something to say. Um, all you have to do is just uh, pick one and uh, read it out loud, and then you both provide an answer. Who'd like to draw? I just passed it on to you, Penelope. Are you up for it? Yep. Uh, the first qu- or the the question I picked is: if you could pick a new skill to acquire instantly, which would it be? I would love to do much more of the the hot topics, so the the data analytics uh, space and the uh, very innovative edge. I would like to know more about and pick that up. Yeah, it's also very interesting. I think it's all about time, right, to become a an expert within such a hot topic field. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, being an engineer by nature, one thing I'd really I'd really love to be is more artistic. I feel like this is a skill that I'm. You know, would, would is something that I'm missing, and that I would, I would just, I'm just so in awe of people who have amazing artistic skills, and I don't have that. So that would, that would be fantastic. Yeah, we al- we actually do have a course here in Ørsted about graphic facilitation. Perhaps that could be a way into, into. Great, maybe we should yeah. look that up. <laughs> I have done that. That's actually very interesting. You get to draw and facilitate workshops in a fully different way. I mean, making. Drawings and that makes sense on the whiteboard as an example. Right, it's actually yeah. a very good uh, course. I'm really learning something today. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> I think we do have time for another one as well. Let's try it out. I think you're good at it, Daniel. Will you pick one? Okay, let me see what we got here. 
So the question that I've drawn is, if you could magically become fluent in one language, which would it be? Well, being an English speaker in Denmark, I would probably say Danish. Uh, this is something that I, I, I have I've learned a little bit in the past, but I've certainly got a ways to go. So that would be quite helpful for me. Um, a very practical answer this time. And you, Vanilla? Yeah, I, think, a... I think I would have to go with French is a, maybe the bit boring one, and the other one would be Japanese. Yeah? Why? I think that could be pretty good. Because I, I would like to, my family would like to travel more in uh, to Japan, and I think that would be that would be a better way of experiencing the country if you know the language, right? I think that could be, and it's a it's a completely different uh, language compared to uh, Danish and English and stuff. So I think that would be a nice uh, that would be a nice way of uh, learning something completely new. I think we have time for one more question here. Who of you would like to draw? One. I can take one if you like. So the question that I have drawn here is um, if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would that be? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, and that's a tough one. Um, maybe what person that I would like really like to have dinner with is um, is Barack Obama. You know, he's he's someone who I think you know is a really inspiring kind of guy and not only is he a really smart guy with a lot of a lot of wisdom but he also just seems like a nice guy to have dinner with you know he's the kind of guy who would it would be he, fun he right could, i yeah, think a bit he, of fun, i think yeah. it'd be fun and interesting yeah because it's not only about someone that's historically significant you also want to have a good time at the dinner table um and i think Brack would would fit the bill two in one and uh you would actually be my pick as well if I had to answer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think he's a very interesting one. I was actually thinking the same when you just read it. I would have picked otherwise would have been Nelson Mandela because I think there's a uh, just the impact on the world and the some of the things that he. That it would be interesting to to just understand his way of thinking and how he can still be the person he was with with the background and the, the history and the stuff he he went through. I think would be very interesting to understand in a world like this. If you had dinner with these two people, I will definitely join you. You're more than welcome. <laughs> thank you so much for your answers. And thank you so much for coming here today. I think uh, you both had some really good perspectives on uh, why a graduate brings value to both the team, but also uh, for you personally and uh, us still as a business. So thank you so much. It's great. I really enjoyed the conversation. That's all we had for today. We hope this podcast was enlightening and exciting for you and made you eager to apply. For more information about the Ersted Global Graduate Program, tune in to ersted.com forward slash graduate.